Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. It's Tuesday night. It's just after 9 p.m. Eastern, and it's two days away from the NFL draft. But you know Woo! what? We don't have to worry about that because it's Tuesday, and we're here. I am Dave Schofield, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And with me, I can keep saying it, as always, is my big brother, Rich. Rich, how are you tonight? Doing wonderful tonight. Doing great. Um, yeah, for those of you watching live on Facebook or YouTube, yes, I have been in the sun. <laughs> I have been fishing for two days. Yes, I wore sunblock. But when you combine sun and... 30 mile an hour winds. Yes, you come out looking a little red. So. A little bit, a little bit tomatoey. We can say that. A little bit, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Oh, um, the wind was the worst. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, that I can, and that'll get you even if you're wearing a sunblock. But luckily for you know, those, well, hold, hold on. Okay, hold on. Go ahead. I, I got to say one more thing about that. So, yesterday, the first day of two in a row days of fishing started with the temperature below freezing mm -hmm. it was 30 degrees when we hit the water yesterday and it stayed cold until about two o'clock in the afternoon then it got warmer and was 60s yes medium rare rhino tools um, says big bro is medium rare <laughs> no i'm just no trust me i'm regular rare i'm You're just rare. rare all right but by the time we were done fishing today it was almost 80 degrees it was it was in the mid eighties here today. It was it was a it was a nice toasty day, but it wasn't 
humid. Yeah, but you nice weren't below freezing with frost yesterday morning. That's true. Although I was, we were, I was below freezing over the weekend. But uh, you know what? It's April. That's the weather you get in the Mid Atlantic in April. And Pittsburgh April. had a bunch of snow, right? Yes. Do you know yeah. what else happens in April? The NFL draft. The NFL draft. <laughs> yes, we can stop. It's funny because last week we were talking. Someone all said in there, so you guys love mock drafts. We were talking about mock drafts um, last week. We talked about mock drafts that you don't trust. I did that as an article over the weekend of what we talked about. Man, people people enjoyed it. I it it hate was fun. Mock drafts. <laughs> you know what? But we're we're gonna kind of talk. It's funny because you know who else hates mock mock drafts? My new. If he wasn't already my most favoriteest, my new favoriteest GM, that would be One. Steelers GM Kevin Colbert. Kevin Colbert. <laughs> Kevin Colbert. Well, it's he didn't say he hates it. He said they're a complete waste of time <laughs> because he talked about how. It okay, that's to- why I say I yeah. hate them because they're a complete waste of time. <laughs> and it, well, here's what's interesting. You know, they can be fun if they're your thing. Enjoy them. Yes, especially the simulators. Um, if it's just your thing to read mock drafts that other people have done, do it. But honestly, I we are at the point right now that there are some people who have kind of I use this term um when, in a message I sent out to Matty P, which I don't think he's got yet because I think he's been asleep ever since. Um, I, I sent it this afternoon here, East Coast, because you know you got those wonderful Australia times. And it was, people were kind of brainwashed. And usually when you're brainwashed, you think it's really bad. I mean, uh, what I mean is like our heads have soaked in what so many other people have said where players should be that we are so sure we know what these players should be and where they should go. And we don't. And we don't. And because I, when ho- you, I hope yeah. we don't. Yeah, I hope, I hope don't. so too. I hope so too. And I mean, and that's kind of what it is. And I mean, so it, it's what I'm saying. It's not like I'm saying people are making you do these terrible things. No, I'm meaning we, we have been saturated with so much information that can't possibly be the right information that we think we have all, all the knowledge. And really we don't, it doesn't mean that we can't predict who the Steelers might take. Cause you know, that might, that's something we still want to do, but we're, we're so, oh, well, this player is going to be here in this round. Oh, this player. Oh, this is a reach. Oh, they'll never be there. All those things. We really don't know. And when one general manager, Kevin Colbert, who in their Monday press conference, which we're going to talk about this a good bit before we get into the topic, because, you know, Brian and Tony didn't get to really cover it last night because they had their own uh, user mock draft. I assume they didn't talk about it too much at the beginning. I missed the beginning. I was putting my boys to bed, but I caught most of it. That, um, there's a lot to dissect. And Kevin Colbert said they used to run mock drafts. He said, yes, I shall mock your mock draft. Yeah, and that's why the word mock is in there. You know, they they deserve to be mocked. Um, and I will not be mocked. Uh, sorry. Um, but Kevin Colbert says they've done these. They used to do it. They used to run simulations of who's taking who, who's taking who, how's it going to fall for us? And they found that over the years, it was a complete waste of their time. They spent all this time and energy trying to predict what other teams will do, and they can't. And they have more inside, much more inside information than what we ever would because they're rubbing elbows with guys at pro days and with scouts and with coaches and stuff, and they still don't know. So that is why 
I just can't wait for the real draft because, you know, get that, get the mock out of here. We want the real thing. There Don't you, you think so, bro? That's right. That's right. Just bring on the draft. Yeah. So let's see how it all works out. And I can sit there and check. Let's see that one. They got wrong. That one. They got wrong. Yeah. That one. They got wrong. <laughs> that one. They got wrong. That one. They got wrong. Oh, look, they got the first three picks. Right. And none after that. Yeah. You know, and, and, it's funny because I thought there was some crazy stuff going on with Brian's um, draft. The people that you know were in the live chat um, that I, I just thought it was, you know, like for example, we said the one mock draft, the mock drafts you don't trust, or the ones that don't have Trevor Lawrence going number one because you're trying to get too cute or you're trying to overthink it. Well, in the mock draft Monday, they had they had Zach Wilson going seven. I don't see Zach Wilson going seven because if he doesn't go two, I think he goes three. But that's just what I think. I think that's crazy, but yet something crazy like that is possibly going to happen, you know, and then you'll get the trades and everything else. Um, it's just really great stuff. But let's, let's, let's break down a couple do, things. Do you know what me. I think? Okay. Okay. I'm ready for it. I don't think, I, I don't think. You don't think. <laughs> no, it hurts my head too much. It hurts so I just don't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just, just just don't think. So let's break down some stuff from this press conference. Um, well, first of all, they didn't make a big hoopla about it, but they were in person. They were this was not a Zoom call. This was in person. This was at Heinz Field. This was not at at the Southside Complex. I can't remember the name of the room. I've been in this room a bunch of times when I would go to Family Fest. They would often have like kids. For kids, you'd have like bouncy houses and stuff in there to do whenever they would have their family fest, which normally would be this Saturday. And normally as a season ticket holder, I would get free tickets to go, but they didn't have it last year. And it still makes sense to not have it this year. Hopefully they can bring it back next year. I'll never forget the first one I went to. I rubbed shoulders literally with first round draft pick Bud Dupree. I brushed up against him just to dude, dude was solid. <laughs> dude, really. Um, but what they were, and so I'm they were, sure I'm yeah. sure you were squishy. Yes, I, yes, I was. I was squishy. Okay, um, but they were so they were in the big room doing their thing. Great to hear Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin play off each other. If you didn't catch it, go back and catch it. it good stuff. Or we covered a lot of stuff from it at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, various things. The the one quote that I like. It's funny because I, I'm actually going to have an article that includes this quote in it coming up soon. And that was, we're wide open. That's what Kevin Colbert said about the draft. We're wide open. Now, even if they weren't wide open, do you think he's going to not? Of course, he's going to say they're wide open. You know what I'm saying? Um, he did this with the statement of, we've got 75 players right now. If we had to play this weekend, we have the players to play a game this weekend. Right. So. There's nothing in the which means all the draft is going to do, hopefully, is make them better in places. So, of course, this is a, a lot of a lot of you know GM speak, but you still like to hear it. But there was there was some interesting stuff. I did an article today about how they're expecting to have less undrafted free agents because um, the pool of players for this year's draft is smaller. Because basically every college player could go back this year. 
Correct. Every, every one of them, because every every not only not only did they not count 2020 as a year of eligibility, every player that would have been on a team in 2020 gains an extra year of eligibility. So I had to put it in this. This is I had to quote someone else for this. That if you were a freshman this year and you actually played, doesn't count as a year played, and you get a bonus year for for eligibility, you can play six years. You could have six years of eligibility. And that's crazy. But because of that, players that don't think that they're going to get drafted and could maybe, you know, normally be in that pool decided to go back and try to improve their stock, which you don't blame them. So um, that was something interesting from there. He listed some pl- some positions that they thought were really deep in this class. He said offensive line, wide receiver, running back. I thought it was funny they listed running back there. Outside linebacker, inside linebacker, and cornerback were the ones that I had that he specifically mentioned. And he said that all the centers are starter capable, or not, not all, but a lot of the centers are, are starter capable right off the bat. Um, they took questions from um, from everyone that said so they talked about the team. This year kind of got an idea. People were like, oh, if it's Chooks and Banner to start off, which one's going to be left, which one's going to be right? Coach Tomlin put that to bed. He said Chooks at left, you know, penciled in in April, which means nothing. Did you get to listen to it at all or catch any highlights of it, Rich? No. But you read, uh, no, you probably I've, read our articles. Our I've coverage. read up. Yep, I did. Yes. Read articles. So, so, so you know, basically know what was said, but didn't actually hear the word yourself. So Correct. there's a lot of people like that that didn't catch it. Uh, I, I recommend it just because, I mean, my goodness, we haven't heard from Coach Tomlin since the middle of January. It was fantastic. So um, anything that you read about it that I didn't hit on that you wanted to bring up or anything? Besides the fact that, you know, Kevin Colbert says mock drafts are a waste of time. No, <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you I'm know, with because, you, Kevin. Yeah, because you, you just you just don't know what's going to happen. Well, what we're going to talk about tonight is it was it's the evolution of the Steelers draft for 2021. Um, meaning, and this isn't as much for the Steelers. Well, it is some with the Steelers because your 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 idea going into the draft evolves through free agency. And things like that. But this is as much for fans and for your ever-hated mock drafts and things like that. How much they've changed since the Steelers played their last game till they go into the draft right now. You know, a okay. lot, lot of things change. And I thought no better way to do this, which would be kind of fun, than let's review my 15 articles of Mock Draft Monday. If you don't know what these are. Every Monday, I have an article. Dude, you're out. making my eye twitch. What are you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. I'm, oh, you're all right, bro. No. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, I'm <laughs> just making sure. Um, no, I was absolutely fine. I was. I, you were yeah. making my eye twitch by wanting to talk mock drafts. So, oh, yeah. I want to talk mock drafts. <laughs> I'm, 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 uh, that, that's that's oh. become your trigger word now, hasn't it? That's mock right. drafts. <laughs> okay. You wanna you wanna release the Hulk? Hey Rich, uh, no <laughs> mock drafts. <laughs> yeah. So um, that that then we need something to you know, sun's getting low, big fella. Um, sorry, if you don't watch Marvel movies, you have no idea what I was talking about. But I did fifteen mock draft Mondays. You're saying okay, what's that? Oh, at behindthesteelcurtain.com your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. I took this over last year because Jeff basically said, hey, Dave, you're doing this. 
And so I did. And every Monday I would just highlight a mock draft. I tried to get them from reliable sources. There was a couple in there that were a little sketchy, but it was a it was a time in the process where everyone had the same four players going to the Steelers, and we'd already covered them. But it's interesting to see different players that went to the Steelers at different times. So we're going to start looking at this. Because when I started this mock draft Monday, it actually started on Monday, January 18th. And on Monday, January 18th, I ran my first mock draft. It was an NBC Sports mock draft. I even have the sources for these. Where they mocked edge rusher Jalen Phillips of the Miami University of Miami, Miami Dolphins, University of Miami Hurricanes, to the Pittsburgh Steelers. There was a lot of people not happy with that. But it was an interesting, it was an interesting thing. A lot of people were thinking the Steelers were going to lose Bud Dupree. But also a lot of people might not have looked into the whole idea that the Steelers did have Alex Highsmith. Um, I have not seen a mock draft since then that mocked Jalen Phillips to the Steelers. And unlike you... How things change. Yeah. Unlike you, I have to read a bunch of them. Now, some of them, I'm not reading each one. Luckily, I found a website that just gives me a list of every mock draft, if I click on it, that they compile it, which is real nice. They even had they even had ours on there um, from behind the steel curtain. So I just find that was interesting. So back in January, that's how it started. NBC had Jalen Phillips. So now he's still projected to be a first-round pick, if if you know what I mean, because th- that's another thing that we want to look at too here is where are these players? Are they still in in the same? You know what I'm saying? Are they still in, in the same thing? So I could tell right. you, has has their stock held or has it fallen? So I'll uh, go. Has to, someone else's stock risen? Yeah. Things like that. I'm just going to, because it's an easy one where I can filter stuff, I'm going to use CBS Sports. They have, I don't know if you guys hear that. Can you hear that? Now it's. <laughs> Whatever Are you there? you're asking, I didn't hear it. Okay. An, an, an ad started playing on, my, on this page. And I'm like, I hope they don't hear this on the podcast. I don't even know what it was about. Um, but sure. Jalen Phillips is, is ranked number 21 overall. So that's still right around the same area um, uh, of where they should go. Now, whether or not he'd be a good fit for the Steelers, I haven't seen that since. So that just kind of tells you where we start. The next week, January 25th, CBS Sports. I think they got kind of ambitious of people that they thought that might kind of rise. They mocked the Steelers... Offensive tackle Spencer Brown from the University of Northern Iowa. Now, once again, I have not seen Spencer Brown mocked to the Steelers since then in the first round. I've seen him mocked to the Steelers, some in the second, but a lot of them in the third round, that he's not a player that they thought he might really shoot up the boards, but, you know, with all, with all these old things, you know, I think of there's a lot of offensive linemen that did not play in 2020 that they're trying to get a gauge on how, how they're going, how they're going to be. So he's someone here. I have to hit C more because he's so far down the list for, for CBS. Um, and I don't know why it's not showing up for me that he's not 
projected to be a first round pick at all. So like, like I said, he would be someone that you could likely get in the second, but most likely get in the third round. So it kind of goes to show that from the month of that was the only two that came for the month of January. That when we're talking about mock drafts and stuff in January, didn't look anywhere close to what they do now. So um, let's move to February. February 1st. Oh, here's a good one. Another CBS Sports. They had the Steelers getting cornerback J.C. Horn from South Carolina. That's another one I have not seen to the Steelers since. But part of that is because a lot of people have him going high and a lot of other people have him going low. There's the cornerback. There's some good cornerbacks. Um, last night on Brian's draft, um, the person picking for the Steelers took Greg Newsome, cornerback out of Northwestern, who isn't someone who's on our list. But um, but like J.C. Horn is projected to possibly even go as high as 10. Um, but they really don't know where the corners are going to go because you get someone like Caleb Farley, who a lot of people have high based on his numbers, but he's got major medical red flags. And we still don't know where these guys are. So that was the first one. Any thoughts so far, Rich? Or are you just taking it all in until we're done? I hate mock drafts. <laughs> so here you go. Um, the next week, um, February 8th, is where we start to get some interesting stuff. Pro- now, you did 15 of these, right? Yeah. Every well, one of them was a different player. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Is there any chance that any of these so, – so, Really, you know, in 15 weeks, 15 shots. Oh, look, here, look, we got one. Yeah, so the question then is going to be, are any of these players actually going to be who the Steelers get? Here's one that's that's kind of realistic. This was from Pro Pro Football Network, second week of February. They had offensive tackle Oklahoma State, Tevin Jenkins. That's a possibility. But now he's, he's starting to rise up some boards that they're thinking he might not be available for the Steelers pick because some people have him with another one that we have talking about later, even flip flop now, but CBS has Tevin Jenkins 23, which is, you know, the Steelers pick 24. That would make a lot of sense. Okay. That one was interesting. Then moving on the next one that I had is this is what a lot of people are really going to go to. This was from elite sports, New York. This was February 15th. They had running back Najee Harris out of Alabama. No, I've seen this one all over the place since. The Tevin Jenkins, seen him to the Steelers a ton since I covered it. You know, he's one of those that, like, I'd click on, oh, Tevin Jenkins, don't go to another. Oh, Tevin Jenkins, go to another. Same with Najee Harris, running back from Alabama. A lot of, a lot of speculation of him going to Pittsburgh, but I'm going to be honest, when it comes to Najee Harris, I am so sick of certain people constantly talking about Najee Harris, that it makes me not not like Najee Harris. And I don't want to not like him if he's the Steelers pick. But, I mean, that's that's why the mute feature on Twitter is really nice during draft week when people just won't be quiet about certain players and you're just like, there you go. Um, if he's with the Steelers because they like him, that's fine. I would not be shocked if it's another J.K. Dobbins. If it's another, oh, if he's there, they're going to take him, and he's there, and they don't take him. Um. That'll be that'll be really interesting to see, but he's another one that's been to the Steelers a lot. You've heard that name with the Steelers a lot, oh, correct? Yeah. yeah, correct. Okay, so then the next week, 
sticking with the same school, the last one in February, the 22nd of February, from Sports Illustrated, they had the Steelers taking center Landon Dickerson from Alabama. Now, this is what he's a guy that is literally all over the place. Yep. Because of, oh, and just, you know, CBS says Najee Harris is the 34 best prospect, but the top running back. Um, but when it, when it comes to Landon Dickerson, he is all over the place, mainly because of medical stuff. Mm-hmm. If you watch his tape when he's healthy, my goodness, can that guy play? And it's kind of one of those, one of those times where it's like, if you knew this is what you're going to get, this guy would be a steal. You just, there's just so many, so many bad knees and so many different things that you have to worry about. Um, Let's just say this. If he goes to the right team, I hope his medicals are great. If he goes to the wrong team, uh, you know, I don't want to wish ill on anybody, but if you know what I mean. Um, So that was, that was February. So the Steelers, it was J.C. Horn, Tevin Jenkins, Najee Harris, Landon Dickerson. I think those four are all four realistic. Uh, with the most non-realistic, I would say J.C. Horn, because I just don't know that he'll be available. But like we said, we really don't know who anyone's going to take. Right. Would you be okay with any of those four four players selected? Sure. Why not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, as, especially if the Steelers like him. So... Let's go ahead and move to March. Um, this is where it got really interesting. I had to cover this one because I'm like, I actually said, said this to Jeff. I'm like, should I even do this one? He's like, uh, one, is it going to be a problem that you're going to, everyone's going to mock it again? I'm like, absolutely not. He says, two, do, will it drive discussion amongst our, our commenters? I'm like, absolutely. NFL.com had a major fall to where the Steelers selected quarterback Justin Fields out of Ohio State. That was March 3rd. Okay, you're giving the thumbs down. Tell me why you're giving the thumbs down. Partly because, honestly, I don't buy him as a quarterback. I buy him better more than someone like Mac Jones, in all honesty. Um, Maybe. But I really don't buy either one of them. I've always said, beware of the Alabama and Ohio State quarterbacks. They're coming from a great program with lots of great players. It's hard to say who makes who and everything. But honestly, if he fell to the Steelers and they took him, I'm not going to complain. I'm really not. I'm okay with that. I just don't. I just really don't see it happening. Yeah, so, I don't either. Yeah. And it's funny. People are like, oh, no, not a quarterback, not a quarterback. But you know what? People are like, why are you taking a quarterback? You got bad next year. You need people that can help you this year. What if the Steelers were to take a wide receiver? And wouldn't people be like, well, you know, you could be losing Juju and James Washington next year, so it's not that bad. Well, you know what? You could be losing Ben Roethlisberger next year too. So you could put those two positions in the same boat. What do you think? Uh, first thing I think is, you know, go back and read your article that you did on, you know, how long we take, how long it takes to get, players acclimated based on where they're picked. Yeah. And that we can acclimate them faster if they're in the first round. Yep. So, yep. Um, so there's the Justin field. You all right. Your microphone's going thunk, thunk. 
Oh, I'm tapping it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, just, making... I just hit it. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Just making sure. All right. Um, didn't want people to start complaining in the live chat. So here's the next one. So we got one, Justin Fields. The next one, March 8th. Um, this was Pro Football Network. Had the Steelers taking linebacker Zaven Collins out of Tulsa. So there, this was the one that I think had um, Michael Beck jumping for joy. I've seen some people put Collins to the Steelers. A lot of, a lot of places have him within the next couple picks after them. A lot of Steeler fans are like, I just don't want to see him go to Cleveland or Baltimore. can completely understand. CBS has him at 30. How would you feel if the Steelers went inside linebacker? Well, and he's kind of a hybrid. He could – he could play either one, and some places are calling him an edge. I think he'd be more of a better fit inside linebacker next to Devin Bush. Um, would you all right with that one? Uh, I take this over a quarterback. There you go. All right. So and, moving and, on, oh, and we no, talked we we talked about inside linebacker in particular at one point that if yes. you got the right guy and it's the guy, you, and, and if he was, was the, the guy, guy I was talking about, right? And, and to me. If the Steelers take him, he it's because he's the guy they really want. Exactly. And, and he's the taking, guy they see, oh, we could put this guy in next to Devin Bush and we could be in really great shape. I know some people so, are like, oh, that's this, a head scratcher. So if Why would you take If he that? happened no. to be there and the Steelers didn't take him, that's because they're happy where they're at and didn't see this guy as a major upgrade. Exactly. My thing is, is sometimes – in the first round, and when people are like, oh, why are the Steelers taking this? They really need A, whether it's in the first round, second round. I like it when that happens because you know why? That means they liked a player so much more than, than than going for a need. Yes. I mean, I go back to the Juju Smith-Schuster pick. So many people, oh, my goodness, the Steelers needed a corner. Why are they taking a wide receiver? You know? He worked out pretty good. You yeah. know? Um yeah, so that when when they take a player at a position that you could you can I mean I don't want them to take a player at a position that's never going to see the field. You know what I'm saying? You don't yep. you don't want that. I mean, but at the same time, I mean, but then you say like you what like quarterback? I'm like, well, they would eventually, but um, it's if they took someone if they're going to go inside linebacker in the first round. That's because, like you say, it's someone that's going to – I mean, to me, it completely changes their defense. It completely t- takes their 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 defense to something different, to have that kind of – you know, Kevin Colbert talked about it Thursday. He talked about um, – basically, Ryan Shazier kind of started this before it got popular, that – that type of linebacker, that type of inside linebacker that you now get in Devin Bush, if you know what I mean. And that's the way the NFL is moving. So if you're talking about filling both linebacker positions with that kind of line, people are like, oh, I actually had someone tell me in an article, um, Zayvon Collins can't cover. You do realize he's like the highest graded coverage linebacker since 2011 in all of college football. So... Yeah, he can cover. So if you're t- if that's where you're going, I understand, but I don't feel like they have to do that. They don't have to go in that direction. So no, that's pretty they don't. Well, 
rather than we're halfway through March, actually, we know we got three more in March. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to finish up March, look at how these mock drafts came in April, talk about kind of our own ev evolution of, of how things have gone for the Steelers, and um, bring it all back. Of course, you know, you know you've got the big question that comes at the end that everyone's going to chime in on. So if you're listening to us on the audio platform, go ahead and click over to part two. If you're here on YouTube or Facebook, give us a few seconds, and we'll be right back. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.